0: Welcome to the most excellent 80s movies podcast on the most excellent podcast network. It's the podcast where a filmmaker and a comedian get invited on an adventure into a world of big foreheads, nonsense words, greedy old hucksters, space tantrums with fabulous scepters, reluctant and I mean really reluctant warriors, and of course the 80s movies we love and hate and for some of us are seeing with 2018 eyes for the very first time. This is episode 16, The Last Starfighter, a movie selection from 1984, and part two of our You've Never Seen That double feature. Come on, Alex, you're here! Alex Rogan had a dream. You really are leaving here, aren't you?
1: To be as far away from here as possible. You'll get your chance when it comes you gotta grab it with both hands it started with a game you're gonna bust the record but it wasn't just any game you have been recruited by the star league to defend the frontier against zur and the kodan armada and then one night centauri's the name we have to talk about a matter of utmost importance step into my office i've seen him come and i've seen him go but you're the best my boy light years ahead of the competition Hey. alex didn't find his dream
0: hey look out
1: oh dear my boy uh, uh, a world on the brink of destruction you were recruited by the starling to, to defend, defend you. the frontier against Zur and the codon armada starfighter for every earthling who's ever imagined traveling beyond the stars there is a starfighter left i love you alice rogan So this is so we, we've been doing a double feature of of uh, two movies, one that I've never seen before, uh, and then one that you've never seen before.
0: That is correct. So
1: we did. Chances are with Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. and then so this one was my pick, The Last Starfighter, which you had never seen.
0: That is correct.
1: So I made the prediction that this would not hold up well in our last episode, and mm-hmm. I, I was proven wrong, at least in my opinion. Like I, So I haven't seen this movie in like in 20 years, Um, but this was my jam, one, or at least one of them when I was a little kid, and for some reason something happened, and I didn't see it for 20 years, and I felt <laughs> like it, it held up a lot better than I thought it did.
0: Okay. Um, uh, that voice you're hearing is, of course, filmmaker Nathan Blackwell of the illustrious Squishy Studios.
1: It's weird when we introduce each other. I I know, (laughs) you hate it. I know.
0: (laughs) You hate it so much. Uh
1: Uh-huh.
0: But I do it every time. You don't have to introduce me. My name is Chrissy Lenz.
1: Improver, comedian.
0: (laughs) And director of National Comedy Theater. So, um, yeah, I'd never seen this before, and I can definitely definitely say that i think if you went into this with a love then i could see thinking it holds up (laughs) Mm -hmm. and i could even see i could imagine a world where a kid who's being introduced to this by a parent could be influenced by the love of that parent to Mm -hmm. to also get excited about this movie um And for me, I think that's what I saw when I was watching it. Like I saw, okay, I get how little 80s kids (laughs) would be totally into this, especially young boys. Um, And I watched it with my own kids and they were just like, yeah, okay. That's, That's what that was. And I was also like, yeah, that was that movie.
1: You should punch your kids more often. <laughs>
0: um, well, and so here's the thing. So I, I did want to do like a little bit of a summary of it because I'm sure everybody has seen this movie besides me. It's definitely one of those that I'm going to catch flack for being mm. the person who has A, n- you know, not seen it, and then B, doesn't necessarily think that it's, well, it's one of Well, it's
1: one of those kind of movies that falls into a category. It's like when, you know, like... You know, if you're a kid of the 80s, there's definitely movies that you're going to see. But there's certain ones that will fall through the cracks if you just happen to not see a movie that month in the theaters or not catch it on HBO. Like, I feel like Inner Space is a good example of one of those kind of movies. Like, you could have totally caught it right at that time or it could have just fallen in the cracks. Like, basically below the top 10, top 15 must see movies as a kid during that year, right? Then those movies below that have a chance of like falling through the cracks, and I feel like and they like, just
0: miss you forever.
1: Yeah, or yeah, yeah, and then maybe you catch it. Everyone talks about it, and then it becomes a thing, and it's mm-hmm. like, well, uh.
0: yeah, I, I think that's definitely true. And there's just something about this that for me didn't have the the pull or the the appeal. I, I don't know if it was the video game angle i I mean i think that must have been in
1: some ways the the premise is is um more um well known like everyone knows the premise is like a a kid plays a video game and then he gets you know he gets like a high score and then basically these aliens recruit him to fight in the real war right like it was a test like there was even like um future man you know with um Seth Rogen and his producing partner. Mm-hmm. They produced a thing that was basically the exact same concept. The exact same and they also call it out. It's like, dude, th- no, that's The Last Starfighter. And, and, and it... I think popular culture, they know that, even if they haven't seen it.
0: Uh, well, there's also the the second book by the Ready Player One author, Armada, which oh, right. is essentially the same thing as The Last Starfighter. Oh, okay. Right? It's the idea is, you've been training your whole life gamer kid, Mm -hmm. you just didn't know it.
1: You thought you had useless skills and now you're the most important person in the galaxy.
0: Yeah, you nerd. Let's shine a light on you because now (laughs) you have this, what it takes to save the galaxy. And I guess maybe that didn't appeal to me because I'm terrible at video games. (laughs) So I'd be like, oh, well, you guys got this. Uh I'll hang out back here. So
1: I was at an arcade uh, for my brother's birthday. uh, Logan, who was on the Rambo episode. And, um, it was on on the wall, projected on the wall, um, while we played mm-hmm. Arcade. There, and then there was another movie on the other side. Um, but I saw a couple of clips, and I was like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> seen these images in, in decades. This will not hold up. You, it's not the greatest movies. A, a lot of visual effects don't hold up. Um, and But I, f- I found myself surprised at some of the the charm of the some of the moments some of the characters some of the spirit i mean it's it's basically the luke skywalker story like it mm-hmm. the, the the there's not a ton that's original it's a it's basically kind of The equivalent of a farm boy who wishes he can get out of town and make something of his life.
0: But the difference is, like, this farm boy is from the most supportive community that has ever existed. (laughs) Yeah. Why anyone would want to leave the Starlight, Starbright trailer park is beyond me, because that place is full of people who care about you. Who will show up to support you? I mean, they're like, Hey, he's winning the video game. Everyone comes out of their homes. Everyone, he's gonna beat the top score. They all care so much. And then even later that night they're like, That's a smart boy, he's going places. You keep your eye on that yeah. kid. Oh, Alex Rogan, he's our hero. It's like he all he did was win a video game.
1: <laughs> it's the one video game in town
0: it's fine but like the beginning of this movie it would have been is- great if
1: there were two arcade games <laughs> right? next to each other and yeah. then like the last time star- Starfighter like blew out and then like the, the little kid who wants to follow his footsteps is now playing the other game which mm-hmm. is like burger time or yeah. something like that. Is <laughs> that and he gets you the to top throw it- beers yeah <laughs> <laughs> right
0: tapper uh, yeah. <laughs> the beginning of this movie is kind of like the beginning of Beauty and the Beast, right? He's walking through his town. Or no, it's the, the girl is walking through this little trailer Park mm. community. It's an interesting setting. Everyone's yeah. out. Yeah. Everyone's out. They're all doing something, and they're all greeting each so we, other We don't warmly. understand that
1: because right now it's 115 degrees. Right. So the idea of being outside is like no you're going to die
0: or even just everybody yeah, that you that day. lives in your community like being out where they could interact with you. Right. And and knowing you and wanting to lend you a hand or whatever it is, I just it, like it it didn't 100% Ring true for me is like I gotta get out of here. This oh, yeah. place is crushing my no, it, soul. It's
1: almost kind of like the the equivalent of like a, a, a musical or something like that. Like everyone's out exactly. working. Exactly.
0: Here comes the baker with his trays, like always. And
1: instead, they get the music man.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, it didn't really make a ton of sense to me. Also, I think it's a little bit slow. So if you're anticipating the next fun moment, yeah. I, well, for I, me, I was uh-huh. like. Get on with it. I get it.
1: So I thought um, the, the buildup was pretty nice in the beginning. Okay. Um, and then when, once things get going, it's good. But then the, where it kind of slows down is I feel like it starts doing too many intercuts and too many subplots, and then really towards the end... It starts giving too much attention to like so so he gets a top score on the star last starfighter video game yep um, he beats a million points and then what happens is that he gets selected it was all a test mm-hmm. to train pilots and so he gets selected but then when he's taken they leave an android in his place a beta well, unit yeah and, they and, don't and don't so explain we start that we start right yeah, away exactly which which I like because it's scary.
0: It is scary there's as a lot hell.
1: There is a lot of so. One of the things I liked is that there is there is like a good four or five like creepy, scary moments in the movie that mm-hmm. are, that when, when you are watching as a young child,
0: that almost seem like toxic avengery.
1: It's 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 definitely more kind of
0: trauma looking.
1: It's it's kind of nice to have like. An adventure movie with a couple of like small little nightmare moments, mm-hmm. you know. So, so like one of them is the android is still kind of forming itself and it's under the covers, and then it pulls the covers over when no one's looking, and it's still like forming its face and it's gooey and yeah, it's like it,
0: sucking in and out with its own breath, and it just looks like a, a pulsating corpse,
1: yeah. And so, uh, those kind of moments definitely like stick in your brain when you're mm-hmm. young it's like oh. like I remember like some of those moments even if I don't remember like some of the characters he you takes know. off his head yeah
0: to monkey around the Android so and, and I read it I read that all of that stuff with the beta unit was all added afterwards because people responded to it and they oh. were like we want more of that
1: yeah so towards the end they were just cutting back to it too much and it slowed everything down like i felt i definitely felt like they added too much like some of it is good Mm -hmm. and all the stuff they they added is pretty charming on its own but it definitely slowed down like the the big kind of quest or mission that i agree that our starfighter dude has towards the end
0: and i agree that the parts with the little brother are adorable And like, cause like all the moments with the brother are kind of gross out moments where it's like, you shut up. His head is on a, is on the desk. And Mm -hmm. he's like, go back to sleep, Lewis." Like I love, I love an 80s little brother, but all of the moments with the girlfriend and like, she's trying to make out with him. And he's like, get out of here. You're, I, this is not what I'm programmed for. Yeah. Meanwhile, they're at like make out Ridge where people are just rolling around. I I was like, oh, this is not what I need in this movie.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. not
0: a sex romp.
1: Yeah, at, at that point that's that's what where I would have s- cut
0: started n- killing yeah. it off yeah. a little bit. Yeah,
1: that that's the point where I was thinking that I wrote down it's like we're it's yeah, it was just slowing everything down. And it's probably one of those things to where it's like everyone's loving the beta unit, but they they gave it too much. They put in too much chocolate syrup. When they realized everyone loved it. And yeah. then it just kind of made everything else.
0: Well, can I also say something else it has too much of? Him not wanting to be a starfighter. It oh, yeah, yeah. It does make sense. And like Luke Skywalker at some point is like, nope, I got to go home. Yeah. Oh, no. It's
1: okay. It's okay. You know? it, it was nice when he refuses and then they – so mm-hmm. let's rewind just a bit. So he's chosen – uh, to be a starfighter but it's not like chosen by like the league of starfighters it's kind of like a a, a salesman merchant con man it's yeah it's, he's a huckster yeah it's the music man from yeah, the music exactly. Man. so the music man comes to town he's got new tricks um and so and i really like and he's
0: like he's like get into my car yeah don't ask any questions I, it'll and be the- a great
1: surprise trust me i love surprises
0: and the kids like. Yeah, sure.
1: <laughs> which is which I felt was a fun way of if like oh so if you had to have like you are selected to be the chosen one, that's a fun way to go is to have kind of this Han Solo-y character who's really looking to make a buck
0: yep. off of him.
1: Mm-hmm. Um and so he gets to this star the Starfighter Alliance or whatever it's called and he realizes it's all real. There's a intergalactic war going on
0: and he's not impressed by any of it. Right, this yeah. kid who like was dying to get out of his trailer park to like go to a city college is is up in space now with aliens and he's just like would you just take me back to the trailer he
1: wasn't even impressed by it so you know what i loved that there was like all these different aliens from all these different um worlds, worlds and planets and, and, and i loved like <laughs> like the alien dudes with baseball caps yeah. it's like, <laughs> like these squirtles with baseball yes. caps
0: <laughs> they were all very like um sorry Mm-hmm. A lot of tentacles.
1: Yeah, the designs were gold. A lot of side cold. eyes. Yeah.
0: And yeah, he's at no point like, wowee, this is what I've been dreaming of. He The whole time is like, would you get me out of here?
1: <laughs> I just yeah. got
0: rejected by City College. And
1: you can do that once, but he the problem is he does it like
0: a hundred and two times
1: yeah and it's way it's way too much yep even Uh,
0: even right up until the last moment yeah yeah Uh, no
1: so there's so if this this movie the things that i would have changed in this movie mm -hmm. um uh would be too much of the beta unit and the intercutting towards the end and then take out the the last time that he refuses to to be a hero and mm-hmm. reviews the call to adventure they've already like set out on the adventure and they've blown a bunch of crap up and they're yeah. getting ready to do the final thing And it's like no i think i'm done yeah <laughs> it's like i it, it's not I, I just i couldn't buy it it's like why is this being shoehorned in here like mm-hmm. i felt like it was shoehorned in because i mean he's the we've already have the rousing moment of like the two friends deciding to go into battle and they're going to make a difference and yep. and you can't they've you,
0: bonded with each other and shared their story of loss.
1: Yeah, you can't backtrack on that unless it's like oh my god i've got to save my girlfriend or, or i've you know or whatever like you know he can't just like nah
0: No, I he's never at any point worried about the safety of the people back yeah, home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. even know. when he n- learns that there are going to be hit beasts which by the way could we not have made one more pass on the writing <laughs> could we not have tried just bring someone in there to make, give them better alien gibberish and just be like really hit beast that's the best we could do Wifoid, that's what we're gonna call it
1: <laughs> <laughs> i lost
0: my wifeoid in the war oh my oh, that, god that's amazing eye roll um, and the dude's name is dumb, too. What's the dude's name?
1: Which which one? The music man. Uh Oh, the music man. I keep um, wanting to
0: call him Castiel, but that's Centaur. just... Centauri. <laughs> Centauri.
1: Centauri. Yeah,
0: because yeah, he refers to himself in the third person. Yeah. And so I was a bit confused. But yeah, he's not concerned about the safety of, of all the people who care about him so much yeah. back home. He's like, oh, we're going to leave them with this incompetent uh, beta unit? Yeah, okay. Let's go so I can, once again, it should be called the reluctant starfighter cuz he's never really thrilled yeah about any of it so here's the other thing i didn't understand so the, the all these aliens have big foreheads
1: oh right? the, so there so there's all these like uh mask aliens but then there's a group of the most aliens that we see are very human like so they save money on the on the makeup right. and the costumes and also so you see a human face that you can like identify with but most of them have like enlarged male pattern baldness, male, male pattern baldness, <laughs> enlarged foreheads, and then yeah, the white hair on the on the side.
0: Yeah, and they are the They're ones called the Picards <laughs> who are embroiled in this war with the son of the leader guy, who I'm just going to call Space Joffrey. Uh,
1: yeah sp- uh, Zur,
0: Zur, who is just about throwing tantrums, having the shiniest scepter, mm-hmm. and pitching. Tantrums.
1: <laughs> yeah, British tantrums.
0: And what is he... He just wants to do, to well, destroy everything.
1: Yeah, and, and I thought that was a neat way to go with... You know, you could have just had, like, the others. Like, you know, the, so the Kodan armada. So, like, these, these Klingon-esque kind of dudes. We only believe in war. All of our ships are dimly lit. We mm-hmm. wear... Red armor, like you could have just made them the bad guys. Like, right. Oh, it's the you know it's the Huns, the Russians, or whatever. But it's interesting having them, but then having this Joffrey character also be on the same bridge and who's technically in charge, and to have the villains constantly squabble with each other is, I think, a lot better if you than if you didn't have that conflict.
0: Mm-hmm. And there are other stories that sort of employ that device
1: mm-hmm. We're basically the villains got to have something to do other than our, is our course still destroy on the good it? guys yes yes, yes. continue it. your course
0: well done destroying Thank have you, you polished the much. weapons weapons yes, polished, sir great uh we shot the tiny meteors that blew up the entire spacecraft again another pass through on the writing the death blossom is the name of the, of the
1: super secret weapon
0: which is just them spinning
1: Oh, so, yeah, the, the, so one of the things with the Starfighters is that they've got these legendary, mythical, whatever, ships, these gun stars. It, the
0: gun stars. Again, one more pass. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I thought the design of them were pretty cool. The, the problem is, so...
0: They all look like an ITT technical commercial. Right? Come to well, ITG okay, so, Technical Institute. You can make the last Starfighter. So
1: this is the... So this is... Um, There was one note. And it's like, oh,
0: this, this, some of the
1: CGI held up well. And then, oh, my oh, God. I, this, I was
0: surprised by yeah.
1: it. So this is early CGI.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: I mean, only, like, two years ago was, like, the Star Trek The Wrath of Khan was one of the first, like, big uses of, like, CGI with, like, the whole Genesis device thing. hmm And so just 2 years later to have ships flying around and big you know, this is like a huge step up from like Tron which was like mm-hmm. what 81 something like that um but uh yeah so this is like a i guess Tron was 82 uh, so this is like a huge leap forward but the problem is is that there was you know with this early CGI it still didn't like like lighting was a problem. Like yeah. it was all everything was is always perfectly lit. Mm-hmm. There's no motion blur, and it, it, some of it is it's still not very mobile at this point. So mm-hmm. some of the, the 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 fights were not as as um, quick moving as they you kind of wanted them to be, you know?
0: Right, but I could see like at that time just being like, "Wowie, it's yeah. roundish." Yeah, yeah. We've never seen anything dimensional. You know, uh, but yeah, so I thought those were cool. It would definitely make people want to be like, yeah, I'm going to learn how to do computer generated images. And <laughs> now we have what we have, you know? Um, it was super 80s. So 80s. <laughs> so much 80s. Um, and there was so much acting. Everybody was really just acting their faces off. They were like, just really going for it they were they were playing to the back of the room at a 10 (laughs) the whole time except for the main kid who was always at a two (laughs) i think they like had auditions and they were like "Mm, i would like someone with the least amount of responsiveness to anything to kindness
1: we have to realize he's going to be playing a robot that's way more charismatic than he is
0: yeah And has far more personality (laughs) and more wants and needs. Um, So, yeah. And then, you know, he and the last alien guy, like, save the day i loved that scene too so much acting of like the two guys they could get to be on the bridge of the enemy spacecraft just like doing that shatner thing of like whoa whoa you can tell he didn't rehearse it much because he's like no i'm going left if i go left then you have to come this way with that's how shaking works and they win and then they just are like done that sound right to you (laughs) (laughs) not
1: technically but um yeah
0: (sighs) there's only one star destroyer
1: yeah there's only one star destroyer this armada is really only like one boat 30 ships uh, like fighters and then one big thing Mm -hmm. so that's a little anticlimactic but i mean you can't
0: if he's not willing to go fight a bunch of other stuff, then... yeah, You know, I mean, you couldn't turn this into a Star Wars because... Yeah, well, that's
1: the thing. I, they didn't necessarily say that this was the entire armada or whatever. This is just, like, the group that's coming to attack this planet. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is that attack. Like,
0: But it seems like small scale because all the starfighters are in one place.
1: Yeah. So this is, like, a big strike force. This is, like, the D-Day or whatever. It's, like, they've finally figured out where the starfighters secret base is, okay. and, and now they're going to roll over that, and th- then they're going to attack the main base, the main planet, or whatever. So this is like that big attack planet. This really yeah.
0: seemed like any old day to me <laughs> in the life of this star adventure. Like, nobody seemed particularly urgent.
1: Yeah. it's. I, I feel like it's because we really didn't get a ton of screen time with the whole Starfighter base and the people on it. Mm-hmm. We were kind of there and then out.
0: Yeah, yeah, cuz he wanted to, to dip out and go home. Yeah. Um I, well, and then We really could
1: have used a lot more time on some kind of character who was on that planet, you know. Who like, he
0: might ca- latch onto and care about, like Greg. Yeah, kind put of. a
1: human face on the on the war, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I would have made it Grig, because Grig, who looks exactly like Louis Gossett Jr. from Enemy Mine. Exactly, yes. So he, they basically don't even share much dialogue at all, except for when he wants to leave, Mm -hmm. until they're partnered together.
0: Right, because they're the last two. Yeah, it would have been nice if they had,
1: yeah, if if they had a little more of a a banter interaction, you could have taken some of that. Oh he, these are my this is my 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 wife Ling and mm-hmm. my children Ling's.
0: Wifeoids.
1: Wifeoids and childlings. Um had that earlier so that puts kind of some stakes or a, a face on um, mm-hmm. on this conflict
0: of everybody who died because yeah. like essentially Before they
1: died too. Yeah. Yeah
0: yeah yeah. Um with you on that. Also later in the movie when Centuri Centauri. Centauri... uh goes and fetches him and brings him back he dies saving the life of our hero Mm -hmm. and then it's like this sad moment but it's not really a sad moment because that kid did not give a shit or like him at all like they were not friends they didn't even have like a reluctant camaraderie he did not like that guy and that guy didn't like him
1: he had a vague interest. That, well, that's the problem, is that we cared more about stuff than than he did. We Yeah. We liked Centauri more than he did. We liked... Space. Space more than he and did. And
0: adventure, and people not dying. Uh, yeah. But th- then later, in, in the post-credits... It's not post-credits. The post-climax... Um, They're like, oh, we've got a surprise for you. And they lead over this hooded figure and, like, rip the thing off. And he's like, Centauri, you're alive. And and Centauri's like, of course I'm alive. I was just had to recharge. Why, did you think I was dying? Yes, yes. (laughs) Yes, that's what we all thought. You're kind of a dick, Centauri. Like, you should have maybe mentioned that you weren't dying. And also... I don't really care that you're back.
1: Well, it, because he kind of just like, "Hey guys, I'm back," and then movie is over. Dun da da
0: Yeah, I'd be like, "Hey, let's bring uh, Obi Wan back. I didn't really die."
1: Yeah, it kind of lessened it. It, it was. It, I mean, it was nice to see him again, but it didn't really mean anything.
0: Yeah, because like for me, I never got sucked into that relationship as being like a a Han Solo Luke Skywalker, or even an Obi-Wan Luke Skywalker thing. Like, that. they both just seemed like pretty indifferent sort of people. Um uh, But I did like the part where he goes back to his trailer park, and the little brother's like, can I come? No, get the hell out of here. I'm taking my girlfriend. And she also is like, I don't really know. Uh, I kind of like it here. Are there even... <laughs> Restaurants I don't know <laughs> what will I wear? will I have a job like yeah, um do I have to be a wife void? What if I meet someone else? like I get it, but it was fine. I don't know. I just felt like it, the whole thing was just fine.
1: I think you were distracted. I don't know how how or or why, but uh I thought it was great, other than all the things we agree on <laughs> that are very obvious um no so i yeah, I felt like it had there's this kind of movie where it's like, oh, let's remake Star Wars. Let's have some space in it. Let's have a, a, yeah. a kid who wants to, you know, to leave the universe. He wants to be the chosen one. And there's like a cynical version of this or, or a forgettable version of this. And I guess I was surprised at, at at the charm of some of the characters, of the charm of the moments, and that it it seemed like the people who made this were actually cared about it. Mm-hmm. You know? Whereas, you know, I'm sure that there's a slew, especially during this time, um, where there's so many similar kind of knockoffs that just didn't have any of that kind of personality. And and that's something that I was pleasantly surprised to find on this one.
0: Oh, okay. I, I hear you. So the budget was <laughs> $15 million. It made $6 million in its opening weekend and it looks like it made about 28 almost 29 million. Okay. Gross in the USA.
1: So it was not in, it was not in the the top 25 movies that that year. No,
0: but people love this movie. Yeah, They're- no, I
1: feel like home video is one. there's a lot of a lot of these movies that that did not do super well on the initial box office. I was I was going through like, you know, 84, 85, 86 stuff like that. I was super surprised that Labyrinth was a bomb. Yeah. Like
0: and so was Princess Bride.
1: Yeah, like ridiculous like like Psycho 3 made more than Labyrinth.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is ridiculous. Yeah, people hated it. Hated it, hated it. Yeah,
1: it, it, I remember seeing that in the theater. I thought it was cool. But...
0: Yeah, I loved it. Um <laughs> uh but yeah, 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 you're right. But and this is definitely a movie that there are cult following screenings mm-hmm. for all the time. There are no, at least uh, yeah, two th- this month I'll, happening in Arizona. Oh man. I think they play it at the Starfighter Arcade every night. <laughs> um, so, like, people care about this movie. They uh-huh. do, and I get that. There are movies I care about that are, are equally. Not
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm in, so one of the good. movies I'm in. So one of the movies. So I know I haven't seen the the last Starfighter in 20 years. Mm-hmm. One I haven't seen in 30 years has probably been the Black Hole, which I think is going to be more of a mixed bag.
0: I've never the, even heard of that.
1: You've never seen the black hole?
0: Uh uh-uh. uh Oh my god.
1: So that that's a it's a Disney sci-fi movie, um, uh, and then it's got this this famous robot Maximilian.
0: Okay. He's really cool. Nope, not ringing any bells. All right. <laughs> we'll have to do that one next time. We did a do a you didn't see it, <laughs> I didn't see it. Thing.
1: We we not, I think maybe what we need is we need one that neither of us have seen.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, so well, I, framed- I mean, I
1: mean, it's been so long that I've pretty much never seen the black hole <laughs> in, in reality. <laughs> um,
0: uh, so one fun thing that I did find was that, uh, in, and it apparently it never happened, but in 2009, uh, they tried to make a sequel uh, that would either have been the brother, Lewis uh, traveling to Rylos to become a starfighter on his own, or...
1: Finally, he beat the top score. He's <laughs> just been
0: there this whole time. Or it would have been Alex and Maggie's uh, child who has Childzoid. to... ...set up, settle a score with Zur. Right. Um, and it never happened. And then I guess there was talk uh, around the beginning of this year again of trying to do something else with it. Mm-hmm. and And then those things just keep not getting off the ground.
1: Mm. So I also found out so this is directed by um Nick Castle who wrote um one of our first movies we did he wrote Escape from New York.
0: Oh. oh. Connection. Ding. Yeah, so so
1: th- I th- I think um you know just not knowing him but seeing having seen some of his work and seeing him on like some of the behind the scenes stuff for Escape from New York. Mm-hmm. I can kind of feel like he was it's like this was his chance to do, like, a big sci-fi thing. Yeah, you know? and
0: I, I like his sensibility. I I like the story. I'm interested in it. I think they just needed to take – let one other person take one more pass mm-hmm. at the writing and trim up some well, of those moments. Well, it, it,
1: it's tough to say, like, what are some of these things that – because, you know, we – that were in the original concept, or that were flawed, or if it was stuff from the the screening process, where they said, "Oh, like you know, the studio loves the beta unit, let's shoot a bunch let's more." Let's go of back
0: that. and redo it. And
1: suddenly, now we need a reason, and so that kind of stuff. Who knows how much of that was shoveled in there?
0: Then they're mugged, you know. then they're like, "Oh, well, we got to add more content to this in space star battle." So I guess he has to not want to do it again. Mm-hmm. Although there, I mean, I just think there must have been other solutions. Yeah. All right.
1: Yeah. So it's always tough with these because you there's ne- there's never a clear answer. It's never mm-hmm. like, well, the the director is the final say, so he should have done so and so. Yeah. Well, no, the director is not the final say at all.
0: That's for sure. <laughs> the
1: yeah. The studio is the final say. Mm-hmm. Like they can fire the director at any point,
0: as we've recently <laughs> learned. Uh- <laughs> Um, and
1: uh, and yeah so if they wanted more of this and if it means that the movie is not as good it's not it apparent matter, to them that's what they're going to
0: get yeah yeah uh and but, and i think like it's hard to say would you remake this because i think that it has been more or less the same story has been retold mm-hmm. i would like i would like to maybe see somebody go back and remake this with an 80s sensibility with mm-hmm. a with a you know reverse retro futuristic this is how we thought about things in the 80s this is how it could have been made mm-hmm. if we had then what we have kind of like they did for power rangers you know mm-hmm. i don't, i would think that would get some interest
1: yeah yeah i agree
0: uh okay so on a scale of one gun star to 10 gun stars
1: <laughs> so i've been thinking so i'm gonna give it seven
0: so, dang
1: yeah so I it, just in terms of how certain elements have held up I like again so I was so yes I was a fan of this but I was going in with my expectations like this is not gonna hold up at mm-hmm, all mm-hmm. and so I was kind of calibrating as the movie w- was going and, and for like the first half I was at an 8 mm-hmm. but then um, the second half kind of brought it down to a 7 and I think I've landed on a 7
0: so okay I think I had the opposite experience. I think I was going in expecting to really love this because Mm. so many people who I share a sensibility with were like, "Oh my god, yes! It's you're going to be so great!" Like I had the kids, we were having the ultimate '80s movie. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And and for me, it it just never popped up above a five. Yeah um
1: so yeah i had that experience with so i last night i rewatched watched inner space and i was like oh, oh, no. I, oh i love this movie and and just kind of realizing some of this stuff is oh, so it's not good some of this stuff is bonkers it doesn't make any freaking sense yeah
0: um well i had that experience also with real genius which is a movie that oh, i was I obsessed <laughs> with and went back to re and was just like oh it's not what i thought it was weekend at bernie's is kind of the same thing like you go back and you're just like no so that's the next Mm -hmm. series we Mm -hmm. have to do after (laughs) after the next one is like oh this is terrible Uh um but yeah so so i'll just i'll say five i think that's fair that's fair okay this is like one of a rare time when I'll we're way off on <laughs> our assessments. Uh, it might be the only time. Uh, so what is your deep cut recommendation?
1: So my deep cut, it's not super imaginative, but it's to, to find somehow, uh, there's got to be one near you, but is to spend a little time at an arcade.
0: Oh, I love that recommendation. <laughs> no, so, I really do. So
1: we, we, we've we got to, I mean, so there's not, ch- it, like in town, there's the, um, th- there's, the Starfighter Lounge Arcade, which mm-hmm. is in Mesa. It's only open for like three or four hours a week.
0: That's correct.
1: Yeah. Um, and That's a great way to, to go. But there's alternatives like, you know, castles and coasters. They've got a still a big arcade. And now there, there's Golf places. Land. Yeah. Still has there's a big free like,
0: old school arcade.
1: And then now there's these arcade slash bars like mm-hmm. Bonus Round and Cobra Arcade. The Grid. That, yeah, that you can go to and you can drink and it's free But yeah, the thing is, what I recommend is not just like play a couple of games, like force yourself to be there longer than an hour and Mm -hmm. you're kind of forced like, well, okay, and actually play one game for, you know, like 10, 20 minutes and then you kind of get over the whole idea of like, oh, these are so dated and then you eventually just get into it Mm -hmm. and you try to beat it and then you start getting into that groove and that's when you're kind of, I felt like I tapped into my old child self from the arcade
0: (laughs) I love that so we recently we have crack open a a tab
1: play some Robotron put on Duran Duran
0: we did that this past weekend we played um, that's from Ready Player One (laughs) I know (laughs) Uh, our uh, old school Nintendo or original NES at a a birthday party so there's a mix of adults uh, mostly in their early 30s late 20s And then a bunch, well, not a bunch of, uh, my son, who's seven, uh, basically playing like Punch Out and stuff on the original NES Mm -hmm. and just like really getting into it and enjoying it and going back and forth. And there was definitely that sense of like, this is something Mm -hmm. that holds up. I love that as a recommendation. That's really good. So I had a hard time thinking of something. And so... My... Try
1: to be the last of something.
0: <laughs> yes, outlive everyone. Um, well, I kind of want the opposite of of being somebody who's who won't participate, right? <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. So
0: instead of being somebody who won't participate, uh, I'm going to recommend participation.
1: Oh, and okay.
0: Specifically, this
1: movie made you <laughs> angry with participation. It did.
0: Uh, so I'm going to recommend Gish, which is a scavenger hunt that uh, happens every year so by the time this episode comes out uh, it will have already happened for this year but you can still participate for next year and now you can download the app uh, which is which has puzzles and fun things uh, throughout the year as you wait for the next hunt Uh, but I recommend it because it is a uh, sort of ongoing encouragement to get out of your element, do something weird, interact with the community, help people you wouldn't ordinarily help, see things you wouldn't ordinarily see, do things you wouldn't ordinarily do, uh, and it all has very positive impactfulness on the world around you. So uh, I recommend that. And you can find the app, just search GISH, G-I-S-H, Uh, And if you're familiar at all with the show Supernatural, the actor who plays Castiel, his name is Misha Collins. He's kind of the uh, force behind it. Okay, awesome. So be sure to join us next time on the Most Excellent 80s Movies podcast when we're watching The Wizard from 1989. And hey, guess what? You can join us.
1: It's our first live show.
0: That's right. And we are doing it at the National Comedy Theater. Hang out with us while we record the podcast live on Sunday, August 18th, 2 p.m. here at the National Comedy Theater. Uh, It's free, but you can uh, make a reservation. Make sure you get a seat at nctphoenix.com.
1: Remember we're not going to be screening the movie so come having seen the movie or come not having seen the movie and and then go through the journey of what is this effing movie.
0: Yeah, either way you're going to have a great time but like seriously just see this movie. It's available everywhere.
1: The Wizard, this is the the debut of Super Mario Brothers 2. This is sort of like a it, Is it 2 it, or 3? Was it 2 or 3? Maybe it's yeah, 3, 3. Well, it's one of them. We'll find out soon. Yeah, we will. <laughs> but this is like an orgy of old school Nintendo and crazy '80s movie, starring Fred Savage as the wizard, the Nintendo wizard's brother. Dot dot dot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. So, thank you for Close listening. Uh, uh, it's been a while. Find us all the places. We're at mostexcellentpod.com. We're on Facebook, Most Excellent '80s and Most Excellent Pod um find nathan at squishystudios.com or voyage trekkers.com find me at nctphoenix.com give us a review at dot com dot com (laughs) we'll still read it on twitter and itunes um thank you for joining us remember to remember to keep the most excellent 80s movie podcast motto in mind be excellent to each other and
1: it'll be a slaughter
0: that's the spirit